Bella, and a word in edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Today is the 219th day of 2017, with 146 days remaining in this year. The purple asters in our garden are beginning to wane some, while the Queen Anne's lace and tiger lilies and hollyhocks are coming on strong. A second planting that we did a week or so ago of crookneck squash, gold sugar corn, provender green beans, scarlet nantes carrots, Bloomsdale spinach and sugar snap peas is all up and going well. We weed, we water, we wait, and we hope that we will be blessed with yet another late fall so as to enjoy a second harvest in what can sometimes be a good long down east gardening season. It is, after all, August when we're beginning to notice that although we still have a fairly early dawn, finding five o'clock with its burgeoning light Our evenings are not quite holding off their darkness until nine anymore. We mentioned last week that astronomically, this year's August will afford us what astronomers are billing as the Great American Eclipse, so named because a swath of the contiguous United States will be the only region in the world to see the totality of the two-and-a-half-minute solar eclipse in its path from west to east. That eclipse, due August 21st around noon, will be the first such west-to-east total solar eclipse on nearly the same path since June 8th, 1918, although the one started a little farther north on the west coast and ended a little farther south on the east coast than the one due in three weeks. New England, by the way, will be on the periphery of the viewing swath. Here we will only see about 60% of the sun covered by the moon. Somewhat nearer on the calendar, between evening and moonrise Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we should be able to see some of the annual Perseid meteor shower. We say some because we'll be contending with the competing glare of a bright, waning gibbous moon. The sky has always fascinated me, and this past Friday when my sister and her boyfriend were visiting from out of state, we made a quick motorcycle excursion down to the main maritime museum in Searsport where celestial navigation wasn't the only thing brightening up the extensive displays and dioramas and other exhibits. Our docents, Megan and Kathleen, were engaging and enthusiastic, and Kevin Johnston even went so far as to locate some jumper cables and a vehicle to jump from when one of our motorcycles wouldn't start up on its own. And as as if that wasn't enough, he gave us a pair of cables to take with us on our travels in case we needed another jump. These gestures of Maine hospitality impressed my visiting family members to no end. And thus, the famous Down East mystique endures alive and well in this place we call vacation land. Hi, this is R.W. Estella. Lately, former CIA director Michael Hayden referring to President Donald Trump, went on record as saying, quote, the president's tweets are an absolute goldmine of personal, detailed information on his personality and emotional state, close quote, a remark echoed in various ways by other intelligence personnel who believe that Trump is an easy mark for foreign spies. Every day, WERU-FM affords its listening audience information such as this on Democracy Now! and on Fridays with Counterspin. Throughout the week, many other programs provide a diverse and well-rounded account of what's happening locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally. 
Then factor in the unique variety of music, and WERU-FM becomes the most amazing radio station around. And that happens because of its volunteers and its audience at large who support the work of this great radio station. Please do what you can to contribute to the continuation of this most rewarding community endeavor. For more on Omain, here's to a great day. And thanks to folks who have been calling in this morning. Nathan, we got a lot of folks to 